Welcome to There Will Be Film, the film panel show where we test and judge comedians on their knowledge and taste in film. I'm your host, Nathan Dust Roberts. I'm here once again with team captains Stuart Laws and Heidi Regan and guests Rajiv Carrier and Tati McLeod. Woo! Welcome, guys. Hello. How is everyone feeling today? Are you excited? Yes, thank you. That's not coming through. Uh, <laughs> 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 Heidi and Rajiv, we're going to get to you. Um, Rajiv, on the show, we like hot takes. And you gave us one of the hottest takes before coming in. And that is that you think one of the most underrated films of all time is M. Dot Night Shyamalan's The Village. Defend yourself. Is it, <laughs> is it really as bad as everybody says? Especially now when you put into context the later films. I think everyone had such high expectations. So picture it. You can't do that. It's 2004. What? Can we, can what? We you can't be like, in light of subsequent crimes, this <laughs> one seems less. True. <laughs> I just think there was so... He was being held to such a high standard because... Mm. Um, the Sixth Sense had blown everyone away. Nobody had ever seen a twist before. Yes, yeah. he invented famously. twists in 1999. Soon after the dance came out. Yeah, exactly. It was brilliant. He had to do that dance whenever the <laughs> twist like, happened in if the only film. We, If only we had a name for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Uh, Sorry, for those of us who haven't seen it, give us the context for what The Village actually is. Okay, so All The right. Village is... You've Spoiler. Got, you've got like a bunch of... You know what? If you're, watch, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen The Village... Get your priorities in order. Okay, yeah, so yeah. what if you're on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you do sync this podcast with the village, yeah, it sort of goes perfectly. It's yeah, like Pink yeah, Floyd yeah, and Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah. It's very Joaquin's yeah. on screen. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That, for those of you that won't make sense, you're driving. But yeah. like every now, for, but one of you out there, that'll be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may have seen it. Is it about Joaquin Phoenix, there's, there's, Adrian Brody? There's a wood. Yep. and there's a village yep. and there's something something in the woods monster that's the actual pitch yeah. that's Which how we sold the project people. yes yeah 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 I remember this I remember really finding it terrifying yeah, yeah. and I didn't pick the twist at all either me neither and it, what is the now twist now it's the it, twist the twist was so you're watching it all the elders are like you must never leave the village because there's a monster out there it will kill you but then somebody gets very sick and the hero who's Bryce Dallas Howard I think mm -hmm. She is blind, and she's like, "I'm going to do it." Everyone's saying, "Everyone's saying, I'm the, the I'm not going to let him die. I'm going to go out and go to the, the the main town, even though everyone says not to do it, and I'm going to face the monster. I'm not going to be afraid." She does it, only to realize that the monster is actually one of the townspeople in the in the thing. This is right, yes. maybe to the film. Only if I had to get to like a certain, re and you realize it's not fucking 17 or whatever. It's modern day. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think it sounds great. Why Thank is you. that? I actually, think, I actually agree. I actually think it is um, an unfairly maligned film because I think it came out in 2004 and it kind of had this like post 9-11 heaviness, like this idea that, yeah, people would want to escape society. Society mm. has become yeah. too much. And I think it's shot by Roger Deakins as well. I remember it looking really great. It looks great. From uh, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why if you listen closely, you can hear the Rewa Rock you beat constantly yeah, throughout. You, every now and then it's dum 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 dum. dum. <laughs> Don't go into the, the forest. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to learn so much in this podcast. I now know there's someone in Queen called Roger Deacon. Yeah. I know there's Roger Deacon called the Village. Oh, there's like, Roger Deacon in the oh, there's, there's the John Deacon in, in Queen. That's it, yeah. Oh, I can't give up. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you 100% about the Village. And what I like about that early stretch of M. Night Shyamalan is he was all over the trailer as well. So he created the trailers and all the trailers for those films at that time were incredible. So if you watch Unbreakable's um, trailer, doesn't give anything away, but it's like one of the best like tease uh, trailers and The Village really sold it as that horror film. Signs sold it as this sort of alien invasion film and the way he sells the films are like 
Hitchcock like where he was sort of like misdirecting you with the trailers to make you think it was going to be a certain thing and then it's yeah the village I think is, is great potentially I, is second best I also enjoyed signs and whenever I leave a glass of water unfinished on a table I'm like well that could come in there it's <laughs> <laughs> a little, little thing for the house protect the house yeah. <laughs> your partner's I, like you stop doing that like it's, it's important yeah, yeah one and thing I should say sorry I don't watch horror films in, no, I, mean, like, I wouldn't I don't even I would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched like, it in the cinema when I was thirteen. So I would no, like my 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 level for horror, anything scary is like so. The bar is so I can't even watch Get Out. I can't watch anything. I that's would scary. That's because you're political. More in it, the, the monsters are actually inside. The monsters are all shadows, and 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 maybe the real world isn't so scary. No, still, just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, stay away from it. So no. what's the scariest film you've ever seen? What's the film that you were like, that's terrified me so yeah, much, I no can't more. go further? I can't remember the name of it, but there was a film that I watched when I was far too young, which involved like a witch who had some sort of lipstick that turned into like a blue um, snail, like slug that would climb up people's legs. Um, and like kill them. I don't think that's a film. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, a, a horrible dream. <laughs> like a fever uh, dream. <laughs> okay, so let's go with um, Freddy. Got fingered. Got fingered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that I've never seen that. And that. Do not so want to be fingered by that guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and since since then, having been fingered, it hits but in different ways. <laughs> Freddy's the one who. Um, Gets you in your dreams, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mentioned that must be really scary. I remember even seeing the Simpsons parody of that. It's a yeah. bit scary. It's a bit scary. Mm -hmm. it says, it's a testament to how scary he is that no one ever mentions that he's also a paedophile. What? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's a paedophile yeah. um, that gets burned. The, the, the parents burn him. And that's how he comes back to get the kids. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. That is so. He's awful. like a mega nonce. Yeah. Oh my god! But he's in his <laughs> in his later career becomes just a serial killer. So it's sort of in Rajiv's world. <laughs> The, the pedo <laughs> stuff is lesser. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he redeems himself. I could not figure out what you were calling back to him. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's in your world about me? <laughs> yeah. but it was a stretch, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of hot takes, um, I feel like Rajiv came in hot with um, a hot take on the village and he has been absolved. But I'm going to have to call you out on your hot takes and follow up with pure con con um, condemnation. Uh, so you said that your most overrated films of all time were, in reverse order, Licorice Pizza and The Irishman. I'm with you on Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're telling me that a three and a half hour slow, slow paced meditation on death wasn't entertaining? Is that Licorice Pizza or the Irish one? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think I fell asleep for both. Yeah. Which one's got the pedo stuff in? Uh, they're, they're, question well, <laughs> it's more pronounced than Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so April, December romance. Yes, please. So yeah. which, which one are you critical of? Both of them. I love both of them. Do you? Yeah. Uh, so would you want me to tell you both yeah. why I don't like Yeah, why do you hate them? Fucking dragon. Um, <laughs> licorice pizza. I, I just remember, I think it's style over substance. And I think it's one of those films that I would definitely say like it got trendy and people were into it a lot more about the offbeatness of it, the quirkiness of the film than actually about the fact that there's like, I don't know, depth in like the relationship and the plot. I walked away from it being like, well, what was that really about? It's a vibe. Uh, Exactly. All about vibe. I, you cannot put me through a film and tell me it's a vibe. Like not a vibe. for that long. Come on, come on. Clueless is a vibe. Like mm. that's not. That's no, no, no. So definitely not on on, on the Licorice Pizza. 
Oh, oh no! That's, that's not. It's, let's not get the machetes out. Why are you going to be like this, man? I've never mean, seen what it. What you should do with Clueless is you should. Huh? I saw, it, I saw like it this, like man? a year or two ago. It's, it's heavily overrated. It's fantastic. It's, it's a yellow striped pantsuit. That's what it's that, that brilliant. I mean, that does sound pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, didn't it, like, it's no 10 Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate About You is so much better. And if you watch it now, you'll be like, oh, I've seen Which this Which I, I think is probably true, but I just think 10 Things I Hate About You, you could show that to like a 17-year-old now and it would speak to them. No, oh. but, but the thing is, is that Clue just defined an era and a certainly an aesthetic of an era. With Licorice Pizza... Style of substance, yeah. Yeah, you've got... No, but you've got some Licorice Pizza. There's not even a huge amount of originality in the aesthetic it's mm-hmm. like it's a bit sepia you've got nods to the period it's kind of like it's cool but i think people liked it because they thought it was cool then really being Ooh, like that's sour sour it's like a licorice moment for me it's a moment i'm, I'm just gonna mark this as an edit point um <laughs> <laughs> scrapping all of that I we tatty was blurred we out for the rest of the podcast <laughs> i remember when we went to see it at the cinema and about an hour and a half in my wife went I don't know what the hell's going on. Thank and you. I said, oh, I think it's meant to be a vibe. And then an hour later, I went, this is the longest vibe. Precisely. I, it's a hangout a movie. You're just there to movies. hang out. I mean, I think The Big Lebowski is a great vibe movie. I think that um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood kind of gets halfway there. And sometimes when you're watching a really good vibe movie, you're like, yeah, why mm. not have a little bit of fat in it? Why I've not have a scene that doesn't have a con- What's a vibe movie? You know where it's like a bit too long and there's scenes that you could easily lift out and the entire thing would make sense, but it's a very interesting scene where they yeah, go see yeah. this weird dude mm. and, it, and it puts a little bit of colour in this world. So that's really interesting because I don't understand those scenes. I go, well, they put this in, it must be relevant. And if it's not relevant, I will go back afterwards and be like, well, why was that scene in there? I mean, my um, my sort of more academic reading on all the scenes is that it's about being invisible. So the reason these two characters fall in love is because everyone else they interact with just sees them either um, sort of reduces them to just being a woman, a young woman, or being a kid. But together they see each other as equals, and that's what makes their relationship so special. And that would be fine if it was really just focused on the relationship. But there's so much mad activity happening, like the whole scene with Bradley Cooper and like Barbara Streisand's boyfriend, and then the lorry rolling backwards. And I didn't know why. They, they sabotage that like I just couldn't understand it I couldn't make sense of it when I want to make a point today I'm going to start with my more academic reason <laughs> 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 can we say it took Heidi 10 minutes today to bring up her wife thank you that's yeah. a new which is a new record, record. record. That is, ooh, you're going to get told uh, off when you get home <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't know why I have to do it <laughs> but you also um, threw Irish stones one. at a a film I think I'd agree with, which is Avatar 2. Does anyone like yeah. Avatar 2? Does anyone like Avatar? I saw Avatar yeah. 2. I, I saw, saw half of it. You know, I saw the whole thing in IMAX, um, wow. like prop, like 4D IMAX. I think this is your fault. That's a vibe not, movie. Not no, 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 no. A boy took me. Oh, really? Ooh, <laughs> la, la. <laughs> <laughs> a boy made me do it. I'm presuming you're now engaged. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. Oh, actually, we're not seeing each other anymore. <laughs> but you're like, I wonder why. <laughs> no, a boy took me. He was really insistent. I was like, I don't really want to see it. <laughs> but it was really interesting because I watched that film and I thought to myself, right, what's happened here is you developed the plot for this 15 years ago. You haven't, you haven't rethought the plot and then just focused on all of the graphics of it. And the plot is like like rewind you're just like how are we writing films like this the dialogue is embarrassing it's like I've seen more nuanced dialogue on like kids TV it's terrible I watched Bluey for the first time yesterday. It's Brilliant. great. Yeah, so there we good. go. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Honestly, you should get those writers and have he a should have taken yeah. you to go see Bluey. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, a bit noncy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, boy, a boy once took me to see Clerks 2. Yeah. And it was so bad. And when we walked out, he went, that was brilliant. And ah. so I never saw him again. Reconnected with him. Yeah. 
based on that thing. Wow. Also, he picked his nose throughout it. So oh. there were some other red flags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. He picked his nose throughout the film. And Violently. Then, as in he was having surgery later. He's <laughs> <to get laughs> <in laughs> <laughs> had a brochure. I was ah. like, can you please focus on the brilliant dialogue? <laughs> was was like, can I go do something to relax before my surgery? There's <laughs> <laughs> a film on. <laughs> I think it was cloaked. It's cloaked. He didn't do a three. He did, did do a three recently. Oh, three is very it's recent. so depressing. It's like, it was like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. 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 It won't be recent, will it? Because you've. I am a young spring. <laughs> oh, because I have a wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. You've got a wife. <laughs> no, but the modern clerk's entry looks grim because, like, Jason Mewes has suffered. He's really suffered yeah, a life. Yeah, guy's really, like, sometimes he's not doing so well. Yeah. He? It's like he, he left rehab that morning and came straight to set. It's hard to sort of like be fun. Yeah, like, yeah. So we see like Bam Margera and like more like yeah, Jackass oh yeah, stuff. Yeah, so bleak. The thing about Kevin, I really like Kevin Smith for the films I've seen, and but there is like a real like they are tied to the era, aren't they? Mm. I think he should stick with podcasts and things. I don't know who we're talking about. He made the film Dogma and Clerks no, and Chasing Amy. Never heard Clerks. <laughs> never heard clerks <laughs> therefore it's not real <laughs> never heard it I've seen it doesn't exist doesn't matter Nathan already knows this but it made me laugh so I saw Boonies Guardian Code recently which is a children's cartoon oh, yeah, yeah. I took my nieces to go and see it and I turned up and I was late for the viewing so I just you know bought two tickets very quickly dragged them into the cinema hadn't started yet great sat down popcorn on laps good 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 she's three the other one's six and then we sat there the trailer start and it's all like Marvel trailers and they're like three and six and I'm there going I don't know if you should watch in this trailer for Batman mm. anyway it turns out he sent us in to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. fucking three and a six year old oh my god I know and I was like oh my god abort abort just had to drag them out and then got to go and see it yeah, um, yeah. yeah. that would have I mean, you should have stuck with it and just had spent the whole film going, uh, so that's a uh, group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just done this, but I would have enjoyed myself. Yeah. You know, I don't know eyes. if you would have. It's mm. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I've heard it's good. It it's is all right. It's all right. Yeah. Is it three times Are you as good as the first one. Raging inside because of the Batman Marvel. I um, yeah, yeah, yeah. want to be a Nathan. Is that not a Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, it's Warner Brothers. No, he's DC. Oh, yeah. Warner Brothers is DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been to the studios. What's that reminds me of that story? I think quite recently where the the projector got the film reel mixed up. I think in the states, so a bunch of people went to like the latest Pixar film, and instead, oh, yeah, sort of first yeah. ten minutes of like Saw or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how do you explain it to your kids? Like, it's sometimes amazing. when her daddy doesn't like a mummy, yeah. uh, he puts her head into a vice. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it's terrifying. You know how you cry a lot in the first five minutes of Up? Well, I cried a lot in the first five minutes of Up, I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're now going to go on to our first round, though, guys. You ready? Okay. So the first round is the fill in the blanks round, Ooh. where I'm going to give you a piece of film trivia, and I need you to fill in the blanks. Can I just say I didn't understand how this game works, and I Googled it before coming here, so I know <laughs> the answer to the first one. <laughs> so, so I guess they I didn't understand. Google these okay. questions. So you've basically <laughs> doped on the podcast. <laughs> I understand what filling in the blanks is, so I didn't Google it. So yeah, I didn't I, think I, that was vague. Anything I'm vague in the description. <laughs> I thought I thought I should Google Gene Wilder in Charlie the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and the first TikTok video that came up was um um the exact this information. <laughs> this information. <laughs> well, let's play out this round and see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now you have to like really pretend like you don't know. So like yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. a real acting challenge for yeah, you now. Yeah, I'm gonna come up with some funny bits instead. All <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll definitely know just because I'm very good at I'm very good at film trivia for a man who has seen as few films as I have. Yeah. <laughs> for a man who's at film was when Harry met Sally. That's a great film. Okay. Shots fired. 
I, I, li- <laughs> I like the, <laughs> the, uh, the Rob adversary Reiner, going Laura on. Efron, Billy Crystal, the late the other uh, the, the lady, Kirk, um, Kurt Cobain, Meg Ryan, Kurt Cobain. No, it was Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah, absolutely. And the other guy, uh, it Bruno was Kirby. Star Wars crossover. <laughs> I'm joking. It's one of my favorite films as well. I know. I watch we'll it every year. It. Yeah, it's great. Question one. Yeah. After reading the script for Willy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Gene Wilder only agreed to do the film on the condition that he could blank. Be- I know! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go. Is it being the sequel, Willy Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> um, was it he wanted to drown one child of his choice in the Chocolate River at the end? Yeah, but he called it the Chocolate River is what he called his butthole. <laughs> so <laughs> he would do a butt smother on one little boy um, or little girl at the end of the film. Uh, I think it was he, he wanted to um, he wanted to make two of the Oompa Loompas fight. Mm, close. He wanted to watch them fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. Well, <laughs> I feel you're Sorry. desperate to actually right. just no, share no, the no, answer. No, no, no. This is usable. None of this is usable. So in, just go straight for it. Um, no, like, uh, you know, if I was making a joke, I'd say something like maybe, um, yeah. you know, he wanted to be, he would only do it on condition that he was properly remunerated. Do you another go? <laughs> <laughs> Happy with the first take? No, sir. Thank you, sir. And so is that a sex move? <laughs> For remuneration? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called sex work. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. can you start every sentence with, if I were to make a joke? <laughs> <laughs> like the OJ Simpson, if I had done it, I would <laughs> So it's quite a good thing to start with something with, if I were to make a joke, because you're sort of saying, I'm not making a joke right now. Um. I'm not committing to this, because if you don't laugh, actually, that, that, that that's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like right. the, I'm, I'm not being racist, but sort yeah. of sentence. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Exactly your dad same. blank. So yeah. like your dad, here's an average joke that I wrote, but it's going to pretend it's yeah, the yeah, totally. yeah. Protect uh, me from it. So like, or if if we were together. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would remunerate you <laughs> appropriately. What's that mean? I don't know, but the vibe here <laughs> is electric. <laughs> Well, I was thinking more, you know, you could spin it if you were to make a joke. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> something related to... And if to me and Daddy were to be together making this joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. to do with, um, you know, equity minimum or, like, fi- financial gain. <laughs> yes. Like, you're giving us the building blocks <laughs> yeah. for the joke. Gene Wilder was like, I'll do the film, but I want to be paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been burned before. <laughs> On the condition that you could do contract negotiations. And, uh, That's and, uh, the one-off film trivia that only applies to this film. Totally, and you could use it as an opportunity now as a podcast to sort of talk a little bit about um, the writer's strike. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyone just jump in. What are you in? talking about? That was months ago. <laughs> no, we don't support the writer's strike here. We are very much on the side of, of, of the producers. Yeah. Get back to work. We yeah, want severance season. Trying to bring structure to this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to be a film podcast, <laughs> was it that one day he wanted the character to be played by Johnny Depp or Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> yes, yeah, Which was and that was talking about the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like regardless of what their career happens in their careers, regardless of how problematic they become, regardless of how fucked up their teeth may become. Spot mm. have we seen Johnny do Depp's the, teeth? Do the, oh no, I thought you meant his plastic teeth in 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 the the Charlie and the Chocolate. No, did you not see the pictures from Cannes of uh, Johnny Depp's oh, he's actual got brown teeth? teeth now. Yeah, it's got yeah. brown teeth. They look like um, chopped tree trunks. They are oh. gross. That's what happens when you smoke rollies. 
and do cocaine all the time. Yeah. And probably, let's face it, probably never brush your teeth. Yeah, he's never brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, or just get them Yeah, but he like sees himself as like a rock star, doesn't he? Yeah. All the bracelets. And rock stars hate going to the dentist. There's nothing less punk than going to the dentist. Hygiene, what? Did we get right? Uh, no, you're all wrong. But um, just if anyone does have like maybe one yeah. more guess, one more guess. Yeah, more guess. Oh, well, um, just Tati, just um, uh, do you have a guess? Um, maybe. Uh, can you give me the line again, please? Um, after reading the script for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Gene Wilder only agreed to do the film on the condition that he could do a front roll and then a jump. That just came out of nowhere. That's what yeah, that's, that. that's, yeah. that's, that's actually that's actually right. That's actually incredible. right. That is the world's shittest rider. You can just imagine the guy making the film be like, oh, I, I, we had this whole budget for like an extra three million for you, but yeah, sure, do your fucking forward <laughs> roll, mate. And they showed the scene on the video that I saw. So you watch yeah. him doing. A f- oh, it's quite impressive. So it's like a roly poly, but without the hands on the floor. So oh. so your head just goes down, roly poly, jump up, cane hits the floor. Wait, he actually did it himself, though. That means. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. he used to do it like on stage as part of like a vaudeville thing. But I think he wanted to do it to sort of keep char- keep everyone off uh, guard with the character. Like, oh, uh. so he's doing this, so we don't know what the fuck is going to do now. This guy could do anything. So that was correct. But as you had looked that up previously, as punishment, I will have to give the points, ten points, to the other team. The whole ten. That's yeah. Crazy. You, they get the whole ten. You yeah. would um, do that. Insane. That's crazy. It's honest work. Away. It's good honest work. Question two. Before Bruce Willis was cast in Die Hard, it was offered to blank. Which actor from that period do you think was first in line, first choice for John McClane? Can I just check before anyone comes in? Does anybody know? No. no. Okay, I didn't, cool. I didn't then I've got, I've got. I think I know. I think so we cut that out. Julie Snip. Andrews, and it was oh. like when she was cast for My Fair Lady, and then it got taken by. It got changed a lot Audrey. in the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they used her voice for the singing scenes in Die Hard. Yeah, but they got cut too. <laughs> well, it was actually kind of a Back to the Future thing where they did start shooting with Julie Andrews, but she um, didn't step on the fake glass. So she, yeah, yeah, they had to get rid of her. When she stood on the fake glass, she just allowed this beautiful song note. And <laughs> like, oh, that you won't work at all. And that's how she got cast in The Sound of Music. Yes. Yeah. She went back in time. Back in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She went back in time about hey, 16 years. I'm, I'm just glad to know that it is Julie Andrews who was in The Sound of Music. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't, give me, don't give me timelines. Wait, so okay, really five points. So who, who did they film Back to the Future with before they replaced them? Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Why did they replace him? He was a bit too serious and they said yeah. it was a bit too creepy. And he wouldn't do a Would forward he have d- role. <laughs> <laughs> when, when was Back to the Future 1? 1985. Yeah. Oh, so he then went and did Mask. So no one he was very serious. Mm. The Mask, the one with Jim no, Carrey. A very oh. different film. <laughs> <laughs> a very different film. Yeah, he, they, yeah, on the way out, they said, I'm sorry so you can't be in this, <laughs> but here's the mask for the film mask. Yes. <laughs> Went straight to set. Oh, <laughs> uh, was it Dean Martin? Why do you think oh. Dean Martin? I don't know, just with that the vibe. Singer. Yeah. Oh. Was it Dean Martin? They were going what? for a vibe. Why do you think Dean Martin? <laughs> I just, I just, just it's off the top of your head, yeah, you yeah, think Dean Martin? I'm going to go for a more sensible one. I think, what, late 80s, Action hero. I'm gonna say Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, oh I think Sylvester Stallone. Oh, but hang on a uh, Was it Sammy Davis Jr.? Oh, Sammy Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Well, yeah. No, I, I mean, just know. curiosity. Like, was why it Joey you... Bishop? Joe... Just yeah. I mean, that's so. Was it Peter Lawford. <laughs> Jason Statham. Was it? Jason, as a, as a young boy, but he said he was he had too much hair. Oh. His career didn't take off until he um, shaved his skull and his pubic region. Was it Demi Moore? Ooh. Ooh. You know, because we've had her with a shaved head. Yeah. And so she could have done Die Hard. 
and they were and married. She's got that connection, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were married. Yeah, I think actually yeah, I think she would have been better. Yeah. Then Bruce? Then she'd be fantastic. Was it George Clooney? Mm. A bit early well, for George Clooney, I think. <laughs> yeah. Was it an old George Clooney? Was it OJ Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> I just, just out of curiosity, why do you think. Uh, I don't I just these were just top he's, of my he's head. These are totally free, random. Yeah. 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 Was it Frank Wait. Sinatra? What listicle are you yeah, on? Is this Ocean's Eleven? Wait, just <laughs> just off the top of my head, it was just. Yeah. You got Did it I right. get there? I got there in the yeah, end. Yeah, but was that organic? Yeah. Oh, was that, so, so I just went my way all the way through the rat pack. No research has been done. No research. Okay. Then I went to George Clooney, of course, played Frank Sinatra's character in Ocean's Eleven remake, and then O.J. Simpson just for a laugh. Well, he... and then ended up at Frank Sinatra out of nowhere. Is it Frank Sinatra? What? It's Frank Sinatra. It's Frank Sinatra. Shut up. Yeah, wouldn't Frank. He been like, Shut wouldn't up. he have been like sixty? He was an yeah, old, 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 old man. He was in the. Um, they had adapted the book of Die Hard at some point in the sixties, so he had played the character. So technically, he had first right of refusal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, Die Hard was a book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Die Hard is a novel. <laughs> uh, had he already played the character? In a film. Of John McClane, yeah. So I think it's part of whatever the John McClane franchise is. And so, yeah, he had first refusal. And I think they really messed up by not going with Frank Sinatra. It could have been like a musical. Like, uh, yippee ki yay, yeah. motherfucker! Yeah. All the way <laughs> Watching him like crawl through glass, like yeah. genuinely in pain. Genuine old man pain. Yeah, but, but it would have worked because, you know, it's a bit like with the James Bond franchise, depending on who's done it, like Daniel Craig took it into that place of it being like macho, lots of killing, loads of guns. But, you know, when it was with Roger Moore or like even Pierce Brosnan, it was much more kind of suave. Yeah, it didn't and really you get can feel that They're much, moving yeah. back into, you never saw anyone like die. It was always lots of like little witty line on the side, mm. lots of like sexiness to it. So you're going to have the same film same plot same lines but just have a completely different feel to it they moved the sexiness didn't they they were like right we can't just have like the men be interesting and the women just be sexy they're like well, we don't want to get rid of the sexiness they're like he's gonna be sexy whoa now. yeah yeah he's gonna be the sexy one i don't think and he is a himbo for our age do you not think he's sexy uh daniel craig yeah i don't think no he's got a brawler vibe to hasn't he yeah, yeah. you know it's just it but that's what it, i like i yeah. like him the thought of him like wrestling wrestling me to the ground we've not seen him with his long hair he looks so much more delicate but it's not about that it's about like the energy of it it definitely feels like that period came out in competition with what's that one born identity yeah definitely. it was like that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened they went oh this is what we're making now these kind of action action heroes and i think i'm looking who but i know it's off topic but who do you think is gonna be the next one i think me I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I think yeah. me. I think it's going to be my mate, but let's, Tim. Let's say it's not you or Tim. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, who's going to be like Jr. the next like tough like action hero? Or Bond? Or? James Bond? I'll tell you who I think it's not going to be. I don't think it'll be Edward Selba. I think no. he's too old. Okay. And he's got he's basically just got too many action roles associated with him. At yeah, point. yeah, definitely. I yeah. don't think it's going to be Richard Madden because I don't think people actually enjoy watching him. Oh, no. He's, he's, not, uh, he's not sexy. He's not ginger um, guy. Stark. Yeah, is he from Game of Richard, Thrones? Yeah. What's yeah, yeah. Which one? He's in the Eternals. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Short yeah. ginger. I don't think I'm like Riz Ahmed. I think it's going to be a person of color. I think it's going to be the guy from Bridgerton, whose name I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, um, I can see uh, that. The, the one that everyone likes. The yeah, and I think he'd be perfect for it. That's the kind of sexy he, he's at he the wants. level of his career where Very he'd be sexy. good for him. And I think it would be good to have a younger Bond. Me? Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel I'll be the first Bond that goes like, ow, when he's Nathan, hit. Nathan, <laughs> if I knew you could act, I mean, no, I don't know because I'm not an actor, but I don't even know if you're an actor. 
Oh, man, it's great. Uh, yeah. That's better than Daniel Craig, I'll tell you that for free. And say your name, but in a Bond way. My name's James Bond. <laughs> say shake and not uh, scared. Do Don't do it like that. Shake it, mate. Not <laughs> You're having a fucking bubble. I'm going to yeah. play it like very, like, like yeah, cool and fun. In James Bond round here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James Bond. You're having a monkey's love. Come on, get your chit chat. Uh, Don, Don Cheadle. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're sold. I hope that is. Barney Rubble. Swabble. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this wanker trying to blow up the moon? Nah, nah, nah. Not I, on my watch. I don't think there's enough of that. There's too many, like, believable English actors accents when like that kind of Don Cheadle type thing mm. is really entertaining to listen to. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. You could do that for four four films yeah. in a row. In, in Frasier? Anyone from Manchester? Oh, oh yeah. Daphne's brothers, yeah. 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 Hello, Dr. Crane. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's like a drunk as well, yeah, which yeah. is a bit like, that feels like a bit of an ugly stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> but accurate. Uh, so at the end of that, I'm going to give T2 five points. So at the end of the first round, you guys are both level with 10 points each. Hey. We're now going to go into round two, which is the big pitch, where you are going to pitch me a sequel to a film which should never have a sequel. We're going to start with team one, Heidi and Rajiv. You're going to pitch me the sequel to Tim Burton's Edward Scissorhands. Right, Lovely. so I've not seen it. <gasps> you haven't seen it. No. Then this meeting is getting off to a terrible start. Oh, hear me it's out. my it favorite like film. Trash. Oh, okay. It's really like it's it's a, it's a great Johnny Depp film because he doesn't talk. Okay. Uh, he basically just shows you his cheekbones and pouts a lot, which is really his best skill. So but we're bringing him back. Oh, no, because Johnny Depp is coming back. This is kind of his big sort of return into lovely, the into lovely. the sort of uh, the big media spotlight. But in this version, Edward does nothing but talk, uh -huh. and I want we kind of bringing Johnny's because he's funding most of it. So, so now so. he's like a Gabby hairdresser. Yeah. yeah. I was say, <laughs> oh, oh, I know know he's look. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a chatty like, Gabby. They're like fucking hell. He talks a lot, but man, this car is best in town. It's mainly because um, Johnny has said he wants to be doing cocaine um, throughout the shoot, so it just makes him very chatty and spontaneous. Right. Yep. A lot of riffing on yeah. set. Yeah, and also like there's a lot of snow in the film, so he can just be like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what you keep yeah, him motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe um, the film is about a chatty hairdresser trying yeah. to make their way in the world. Yeah, he like moves to LA, so it's a bit like Romeo and Michelle. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot like Romeo and Michelle. It, it, it's or a big, you know when they do a sequel and it's just like, it's just the city. It's, we're doing it in the city now. So Home Alone yeah. 2 or like Babe Pig in the City. It's just like for a sequel, we didn't have any ideas. So we're just going to go to the big city. And yeah. he's going like to see a yellow taxi. There's a montage of him looking yeah. at sights. <laughs> and we'll have a cameo. We'll have a cameo, depending on when it comes out. We might have a cameo from like uh, David Schwimmer being Ross or like Carrie Bradshaw of, or Trump. Whoever you can get that's very city at the time, you get that. But he's gone to L.A. Oh, we'll have L.A. So who? Yeah, um, where, where so, no, I think we'll bring those characters. Bring those New York yeah. characters, <laughs> but in L.A. Yeah. And then they go to Dubai, like in the Sex and the City. Oh, so oh, he's like traveling. They went yeah. to, so is it like he's traveling sort of like from hotspot to hotspot? Well, he becomes a like a celebrity traveling. hairdresser. Yeah, he's a celebrity hairdresser. Ooh, who yeah. are the celebrities we're getting? Well, I, th I imagine because it's a sequel, we couldn't get Winona Ryder, even though she's such a... Because whenever you do like sequels 30 years on, there's always someone who missing. said no. Mm. Yeah. So there's David Hyde Pierce in the new Frasier, or there's Kim Cattrall in, in Sex and the City. There's always someone who's like, God, no. Yeah. And so they couldn't get Winona Ryder. But we could get Kim Cattrall. Yeah, we get Kim Cattrall and David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, we get everybody. Ooh, now I'm interested. Everybody who said no to their reboots comes and does this. Yeah. And is it them playing themselves, or are they playing they're the play, actor, playing the characters? characters. So it's Niles. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands, but he's sassy. You've got Kim Cattrall as um, Samantha. Wait, she's she's not Samantha. Is yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, she's Samantha. Famously Samantha. Oh, of course. Yeah, she's Samantha. <laughs> and we got Niles. Samantha Niles yeah. and Edward Scissorhands are going on the road. 
as like a traveling group of um well Edward is teaching them how to be hairdressers. And Samantha is just an hour of jokes about his scissor fingers and, and what they can do to him. Scissoring. Scissoring. Um, she keeps trying to fuck Niles, but he's got obviously got uh, he's got Daphne at home, and Daphne becomes the unseen like Maris was. He's always talking. To, you never see her mm-hmm. because obviously they couldn't get um, the actress. Uh, but it's like it's like a wink to Maris in that like she's at home. So Samantha keeps trying to fuck Niles, but he won't do it. And, uh, and 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 does and she end up having sex with Edward? Well, he was always like a kind of childlike figure in the first oh, okay, film, so you, c- yeah. you couldn't have him fucked because no. it'd be like. Really but now, uh, but chatty, now you can. Yeah. Like oh. now, because he's chatty, he's yeah. become like he's like a twenty-one-year-old sassy. Like that's how Played he's. Played yeah. by Johnny Depp. Still played by Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah. Yeah. He could do it though. Okay, yeah. Johnny Depp has insisted he has a, a full sex scene. Five tubs of Vaseline and they can, they can age him right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like the Irishman. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, always the thinks it, everyone thinks it's like a CGI in the Irishman. It's just Vaseline. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just coded. They're constantly glistening. Yeah, yeah. That's why they look like uh, melted candles. Yeah. yeah. But also because Johnny Depp is very much inspired by The Idol, um, starring his daughter Lily Rose Depp and the highly sexualized content of that show, he wants to be so he wants to be, be sort of like showing big dance scenes where you can see his side boob. He wants shots of um, extended sequences of himself masturbating. So can this be incorporated into the but, narrative? But it's his hands, yeah. So that's that's the conflict. A, I mean, how, how how might a man? Well, that's the eternal well, you're the question. Writers. That um. Oh, okay, no, but surely, surely Samantha's a good mate. She'd just beat him off when he asks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the as a friend. climax of the film. Oh uh, yeah. Sad to say, is uh, Samantha yeah. giving Edward his hand a hand job. <laughs> yeah, and and in the background, Niles is like, Daphne, please pick me up. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like an incredible hangout movie. Thank you. Yeah. It's is a vibe. It's mm. a vibe movie. Yeah. <laughs> My academic reading of this film is that it's kind of about how there are things inside of you that um, your, 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 your personality and your physicality will not let you, but it's only by relying on your friends that what's inside yes. could be let out. It's a real buddy movie. Yeah. yeah. It's also about um, just because someone talks a lot doesn't mean they're saying what they actually feel because now Edward Scissorhands is talking a lot, but all he wanted was... Samantha to wank him off. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. That's a really compelling story, and one mm-hmm. I think that's going to appeal. Can I lot. ask what the budget is? Sorry, I'm Nathan's assistant. I'm oh, just okay. here. I've been here the whole time. Uh, We're asking for 120 million US dollars. Wow. Just for us, and then the budget for the film, five mil. <laughs> yeah, I think we did like that. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we said Kim Cattrall said she'd do it if I throw um, coffee in <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw's face. <laughs> um, can I can I just ask? Sorry, I'm Nathan's assistant's assistant. Um, I've been here the whole time. I'm very busy. Yeah. I need a lot of assistance. <laughs> can I ask what language the film's going to be in? Yeah, it's oh. going to be in. Um, we're going to we're going to film it in. They're going to speak Mandarin and then we're going to dub it into English. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's really going to appeal to the Chinese market. Yeah, yeah especially and when we dub over it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're going to use the dub version and sell that to China with subtitles. It's going to be very confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like this. I think this is a compelling pitch. Um, one I think Tim Burton is going to sign off on. But first, I, I just got to see this other team who was also coming in to me um, with a pitch for the long awaited sequel for Jean Pierre Jeunet's Amelie. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, we'd love to say thank you so much for having us here. Thank you. A real pleasure. The amount of people who come into my office and just start the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to say at this point, Bryce Dallas Howard is climbing over the wall. Okay. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viewers at home, 
Okay. Yeah. If you've synced up with the village, it's worked out really <laughs> well for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the viewers at home, that film is 19 years ago. Hasn't Adrian Brody aged well? Yeah. yeah. And for the, the viewers at home, I want just to make it clear that that, that pause was not me um, trying to work out what that meant. It was just me completely understanding it and <laughs> letting it fully sink in. <laughs> That was a good moment. Yeah. That was a good a shame moment. Pause. Now, we are <laughs> delighted to be here. This delighted. is, uh, we are each other's assistant. Or as Amelie would say, you know, um, super. Ah, c'est super. Yeah, c'est super. <laughs> but, but, well, but you guys both speak the same amount of French. Where? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do uh, the whole thing in French if where? you want to. Where? Yeah. Vas-y, ouais. Uh, par contre, ce qu'on dirait, ce que le problème avec Amelie, c'est qu'en fait, uh, uh, what we discover in this. Monsieur? Uh, uh, je joue le football avec mes amis. <laughs> I must say, but this is, I, I like the dedication, but my assistant was actually, um, his parents were murdered outside of a movie theatre in Montmartre, so this is quite triggering. Uh, sorry, sorry, so sorry, English, sorry. English, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. English, please, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Explain bloody James Bond. <laughs> Look, for anyone, for anyone, you've seen Amelie, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. So yeah. for anyone, have you seen Amelie? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. So for anyone, any listeners who maybe haven't seen Amelie, who need a bit of an update, Amelie is, of course, about this wonderful woman called Amelie who lives in Montmartre in Paris and who just is sort of like followed by a cloud of luck mm. and um, and she makes all these magical things happen for people she makes people fall in love she makes all these great moments happen I think for a sequel what we need to do is we need to check in with Amelie post that you know we end on she gets married to, to Nino, Nino. Um, and and that's sort of like this happy ending, and I don't. It doesn't feel real to life for us. No. So we are proposing Amelie at deux. Aha. Uh -huh. And it so is. So what does that mean? At Emily at 2 p.m. Yes. Um, Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. We, we did think about um, Emily de without the a, uh, but, but you know, which would be Emily 2. Yes. But we decided to go with Emily at de because we thought at 2 p.m. is, is, is like correct. that you, stage yeah. in her life. Yeah. Like, maybe people think, is this to do with Emily in Paris? Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. some, okay, some, yeah, some people so would that. hear that and think, is it, um, I don't know, like a, a mistranslation? Yes. But it's not. It's purposeful, isn't is it? Is it? Uh, people is would it be like, oh, is it a clever reference to Folia de? No, it's just we're saying it's happening at 2 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Like in like real time. Yes. Every all, all movie screening. session will yeah. be at 2 p.m. Yes, you won't be able to see it any other time. You have to see it. Emily at 2 <laughs> yeah, and also you know we've got some Dolly Dolly Parson in there, nine to five. Yeah. So you know lots of relevant references being thrown around. Mm. Yeah. So the truth of it, of course, is Emily has this fantastical world that she sort of lives within, and this obviously takes place many years later when we realise that that was a mask for a very deep mental illness. We do indeed. The veil has been lifted. Yeah. Her name is not Emily. It's Amy Lee. From Evanescence, the rock band from she the 2000s. Not She's not even French. Yeah. speak a word of French. And Nino uh, has also had a breakdown. Yeah, it comes. Husband. It comes in pairs, yeah. two of them. Yeah. Um, he now lives in the Pacific, and he causes uh, weird weather. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was thinking you're going with the, from the Nemo French thing. El Nino. From the yeah. French yeah. El Nino. Yeah. yeah, El Nino. So. <laughs> And, uh, and you know, everything starts to unravel, much like the weather. You know, we end up getting sort of pulled into this storm. The, yes. the second show is, is, is sort of like, you know, it's thunderous. It's, um, it's the breakdown of the relationship with the two people in the cafe where she used to work. It's, um, it's you know, we watch Paris falling apart. Yeah, um, Paris is burning. Paris is burning, exactly. And, and we take her back to her hometown, which is... So you're saying that in the middle of the film, we're just going to see an hour and a half of a great movie about drag. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that comes in the middle. She goes yeah, to the yeah. 1980s um, like hall scene <laughs> and starts voguing. Well, that is what helps with the budget because yeah. you just get the rights for that and then that takes care of 90 minutes of your runtime and the film runs for? Uh, three hours. Three hours. So we do another 90 minute film around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That helps so, with the budget. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and crucially, uh, Tati is in it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so, so Amelie at 2 p.m. So at around sort of um, 2.45, she goes <laughs> and does like just Vogue. And it was like, like slay, yeah. slay, slay queen. Yeah. Which is, and then 90 minutes later, the, the, the narrative starts proper. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And, and Stuart is uh, directing it. Yes. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you've cast yourself in this, so we're not bringing Audrey Tattoo back. She's no, out. no, no, she's out. She's, she's out. out. She didn't. She didn't like the direction it was being taken. Taken in, yeah. Because oh, so yeah. she's outside. She was. Yes. I was it's, gonna... a, it's a Grease two. It's a yes. It's a taken two. Oh, I think it's a Sister Act two. It's yes. not a Grease two. Sister Act two got back everybody in the cast. Uh, um, Amelie Adur back in the habit <laughs> of having a mental breakdown. Yeah, because we're, we're we're moving on. You know, we're moving on. If anything, and so is uh, Audrey Tattoo. Yes, uh, correct. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is a meta comment within the film industry of everything that's happening there. Yeah. Mm. And Jean-Pierre Genet is obviously, he was not happy as well with the direction. So I stepped in and then I'll be doing a sequel as well to a very long engagement, which is just called It Didn't Work Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just reevaluating his entire oeuvre and yeah. just showing the consequences and the negative output. Yep. Yeah. Okay, compelling, compelling. Um, just what's the final image? What's, what are you going to be left with? I think it's going to be um, so. Amelie, in fact, Amy, Amy Lee, ha Amy, Amy, Amy Lee, yeah. um, Hart middle name, Amy Hart Lee. Yeah. Um, at an Evanescence concert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just watching, watching. Dead eyed. Them play. Yeah, watching them play an Evanescence and thinking, concert. Why am I not on stage? <laughs> and how dare they have started a gig without <laughs> yeah. me being there? This well, is insane. Yeah. Because what's happened is, yes, of Audrey Tattoo is now the lead singer in Evanescence. <sighs> That's what she's moved so on. So that's what we're holding back. She Ooh. actually has agreed to be in it. It's a twist. Yeah. Uh, much like Sixth Sense, which yeah. she spoke about. And the they're hit by La Nina. Yes. How yeah. dare you pipe up assistant? I know that's not an I appropriate not, note I to give. I told you to do it all my life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not a good sign when the opposite team are getting into our pitch. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's kind of a given. No, I think that's me trying to Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'd be very interesting to see... Uh, oh, there's the Evanescence thing happening. Well, at the same point in our movie, fucking Johnny <laughs> Depp is getting wanked off by Samantha from. Yeah, have you got any of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we've got a twist though. It and takes he's cutting place. And hair while he's doing while it's happening. It takes place in modern day. Yeah, modern day and <laughs> and, and, and and not and not in Paris. No, it crucially. takes place in oh. Las Vegas. Because everyone hated how Emily was so. Yeah. <laughs> worst so thing. Worst thing about it. Well, it, it no, it's important. It takes place in Las Vegas, but it takes place in I don't know if you've been to Las Vegas, but Paris is in Las Vegas. Yes. Mm. There's an area yeah, of yeah. Las Vegas called Paris where it's a recreation of Paris. So we're in Paris in Las Vegas, and at the end we come out onto the Strip, and a lot you know you sort of like, oh reveal. revelation. Yeah, yeah. we this climb over the wall, we get out. Who's a big Vegas cameo? Who 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 screams Vegas that you're going to get as a walk-on part? Carrot tops available well Cut frank available. sinatra mean anything to you <laughs> <laughs> frank sinatra you don't have the budget for frank sinatra uh, we're ah. gonna get those two german guys who um Siegfried and roy yeah yeah pretty sure they're both dead okay uh we're going to get celine dion celine dion, celine dion. french because french yeah. celine dion is available well she's okay. actually canadian french what about um Whoa. adele i think we can get adele there. french as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> adele because with the accent on the end yeah. adele, adele this is and perfect the entire cast of chippendales 
So I think I can see that ending. I think what to, I I kind of see sequel yes, potential do, in this because yeah. I think like folie à toi, folie à toi. So we're going to end on the Evanescence concert, and then I think we don't really want to shoot in Vegas. Um, there's a whole jurisdiction thing. I I, I can't go there. I can I'll be okay. extradited, so I can't get to America. Oh sure. Wow. Um, so we'll just put like a. a, a a card up like at the end of a silent film that just says by the way this is all set in las vegas nice tbc yeah, yeah. oh so it's yeah. like gonna be like a spaghetti western you're gonna do it in italy yes. yeah yeah great yeah yeah, great. Nice. yeah 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 fantastic um i think that's a, a compelling pitch i think two compelling pitches but i think it's very tight but i do want to see edward scissorhands blast and that's just that's my thing Who so doesn't? just because i want to see him bust I'm gonna have to give the points to Team One. Good so. news, we've changed, changed the film. It's just gonna be a series of hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> All for you. You're the exact producer, man. Sold. So this week we're gonna do a special round to close things off uh, in honor of our guest Tatiana McLeod, who is doing a show about the cultural differences between the English and the French. We're gonna now go around the horn and choose what film we feel should be remade in French and why. Okay. Starting with Heidi. Um, I I guess. Uh, babe, pig in the city. Yeah. What's funnier than animals talking? Animals talking in French. I've always yeah. said that. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Not French, but already so funny. Yeah. It sounded yeah. French. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Matrix. I want to see the Matrix in French. Le. But like, but like it, there, it's like a French carry-on film. Ooh. So they're kind of everything's like ooh. So like a Jacques so, Tati, like yeah. 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 They, they they keep being saucy with each other and killing the vibe. Like, mm. Everything happens exactly how it. But their but their commentary on it is always being like, uh, oh, don't put that in there. Oh, yeah. monsieur. Yeah. yeah, it's bawdy. I feel like the Matrix is missing bawdiness. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and then no greater bawdiness than French bawdiness. So. Like on like more like innuendo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe actually no, maybe that's flawed because maybe bawdiness is inherently English because the French just fuck each other. Is that true? Is that true? Does that check out? That we just fuck each other. Yeah. Yeah. Had sex five times this morning. Uh, six, personally. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because of Darcy. It sounds a bit French, it right? It does sound yeah. a bit yeah. French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. That's how I Darcy, seduce. Darcy Robert. Oh. Yeah, totally. Darcy Robert. You could be French. Yeah, I, I, I would be. Because pretentious. But, but yeah, no yeah. moustache on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, very, you, you really could present French. Yeah. I present French. That's my new stick. I'm taking your stick now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. French presenting. <laughs> it seems to be doing you very well. I'm French gonna... passing. <laughs> That's passing. it, French passing. Yeah, French yeah. passing, you know. Come to, come to that. Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would choose Eyes Wide Shut for the same reason that ever mentioned, because it's a very um, sexual film, but I want to see Tom Cruise walk the streets of Paris and go to an orgy, but in this version, you get to see it. You get to see big, smelly butts. Yeah, wow. though I yeah. feel like the better version of that would be German. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, that's just Berghain. That's You yeah. go to Berghain, you can see that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, instead of Eyes Wide Shut, we have Abre los Ojos. So we go the other way. We get, Those eyes are doing other things. Wide open. Yeah. <laughs> but also, why is it in Spanish? And in Spanish? Because yeah. that's the original. Is the film was called Abre los Ojos, and then it was remade as Vanilla Sky, and now we remake it as French. Which is Fermé Le Fenetra. What? No, Abre los Ojos, the original. What? Hang on. This is different to Eyes Wide Shut. I'm, yeah. I'm right. But Tom Cruise is in both, both of them. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. I, Vanilla Sky was originally Abre los Ojos in Spain. 
That's what it was called. Yeah. Mm. <gasps> oh. It was a different film. Interesting. But I would say if we're remaking a French for a film French, it would be Cat in the Hat, so we could call it Shat in the Hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shat they're very good. And I would go with This Is England. Oh. oh. That would be so yeah. good. I'd love to see that with yeah. French people. They're all speaking French. It'd be so good. <laughs> Can we get the grittiness? No, we can't. I mean, that's basically just Let N, right? Yeah, but ah. mm, different. I mean, I have, obviously, you know, Let N is, is you know, there's gritty, but it's just a different, it's just mm. a different vibe. I would love to see This Is England in in. in yeah, in I would like that. I think that's, that's great. Amazing. And I similarly would like to see an English remake of Best Moi. Mm, yeah, cool. Fuck me. Yeah. So I've not seen it. I've read the book. I don't think I've seen. Uh, it's a book. It's based on a book. Virginie Despentes. Yeah. Oui. 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 But the, the, the the film does not do justice to the book. But then you've got to read the book in context. 1974. Virginie Despentes, like massive French writer like huge important like feminist like. author anyway so then they made Besmoir but Besmoir doesn't live up to the film no it's very low rent sort it's of ve- yeah. it's cheap it's like yeah. also the girls in the like yeah it doesn't it's not it's not it doesn't reflect the book it feels a little bit like um, exploitation sort of a, a deliberate like provocative sort of thing rather it, than it, yeah but it is a bit, bit but like there's there's it's part of that sort of era of books where it yeah. was like shocking and the fact that it was written by a woman yeah, yeah. And, you know so that was the sort the sort of plan with it but yeah it doesn't live up to the film is nowhere near as good as the book read the book yeah. and she's so got lots of good books my recollection, Sorry, recollection of that film we're, we're waving to uh, Adrian Brody in that scene where he's yeah. in the <laughs> <laughs> and now is M. Night Shyamalan's cameo hello <laughs> I'll take on the roll but my uh, recollection of Baysmore I've never seen it but I just have really vivid recollections of always seeing it in um, like Blockbusters and like the video store and being like, yeah, yeah. oh, that seems like a lot. That yeah. seems hot brow, just freaking out. So at the end of the show, the scores are is a tightly fought race. But team one, you've just picked the post. You are you've got twenty five, and team two, you've got ten. And it will say it's not tightly fought. Then is it? That's fifteen points difference. I was being polite. Yeah, you bloody well were. So I was being condescending. Um, so thank you so much for coming in, um, Rajiv and Tati. Have you guys got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I uh, there's a show that I um, been working on with Tati and with Nathan called DMs Are Open, which you can listen to on Radio Four Extra. You can listen to that. Please do. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yes, do listen to that. And then if you've got some time afterwards, come see me in Edinburgh. I'll be at the Monkey Barrel at ten past two p.m. with a show called Hoog, which I I do exactly all about Amelie in the February this that and how she goes on to become a depressed divorcee married to a man who's also a weather system. Hey, yeah. I don't think you should do it about that. I think you should just do it about your own stand-up and life. Oh yeah, well yeah. I think about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heidi and Steele, have you got have you got any plugs? Come see me in Edinburgh. Hey. Go see Heidi. Woo. Go see Heidi and me and Stu. And me, Heidi and Stu are all roughly on at the same time. So yeah, we will know if you're, they'll be favorite. film fan yeah, who so is your favourite. So don't just go to Edinburgh for one day. Go for three days. Go yeah. for three days and see all of our shows. Thank you so much for coming in. I've been your host, Nathan Dars Roberts, once again. This has been There'll Be Film and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.